is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their club. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat your children. It was just banter. Stay off the weed. And England win on penalties. History in itself. You know, I think it's a great city. I think they got the best organization in NBA, but they do have some big old wins. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, watch you take your pants off. Balls are hot. I understand. Come on, check it quickly, Reggie! Yes, Max. No one is in the fucking universe. Listen, I ain't gonna forget about this by the time we get the Hello and welcome to episode 160 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, today joined by Tom Kennett, Jack Harper and Troy Weaver. Whenever you think we'll have a full house, Alex says he has to do overtime. <laughs> Don't know what he's saving for, but I hope it's worth it. Plenty to get into today. We've got news of the week. We've got some, uh, well I did have it down as Agony AJ, but AJ's not here, so. <laughs> Just Agony from the start. Well, I can ask now, Jack, are you just planning to be here next week? Um, next week, yes. All right. If we don't have time for the name game, we'll we'll have a five man one next week. Bit of Premier League Hall of Fame and a bit about Arsenal Liverpool, but we'll see how we go. Arsenal are kicking off later. So, starting off then, vaginal weightlifting can give anyone who practices it the best sex of their lives. (laughs) It's one of those ones that makes sense, but one of the strange headlines that makes sense. I can see how that goes, kind of. Hand in hand. So it's like the the female equivalent of uh, the Tyson one with the weights in his mouth, lifting it up and down. Off the vach. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, was it Tommy Hearn that used to chew on? No, it's Bernard Hopkins, isn't it? He used to train his jaw by constantly chewing on like something real fucking hard. <laughs> And just and he because obviously you do have muscles in yeah, your jaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was yeah. like, you know, if I tr- if I chew and chew and chew, my my jaw's gonna get stronger. How times <laughs> change. People have substances for that now. Jaw, jaw cramp is probably one of the worst pains you can get next to foot cramp. If has anyone suffered this before? I, oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah, your yeah, whole, yeah. Where your whole yeah. neck Locked just seizes up. Like, yeah. If you yawn or something. Yeah, that's it. And then you end up like, if you're sat at the desk at work or something, you've got to try and mask the pain. I woke up. That's, that's great. That just like sort of sums up your Luke, Luke's like exercises. <laughs> you know when you yawn too much and you get cramp? <laughs> like not playing 90 minutes of football, but you know... <laughs> Once you won the Premier League, you don't go back. You don't go back. So, like I was going to complain to Troy last week. We were kind of going back and forth. I think neither of us had a particularly great week last week. I don't know about TK or Jack if you had the same fate, but every time I would go to complain to Troy, almost either just before or whatever, he would say something worse than what I've just had. And I thought, I can't really rant now about this. I was about. I think I was going to rant on Thursday, saying, "How's your day then?" He's. Like, I just got home, and I can't really complain. I did get home about two and a half hours ago. Yeah, that was at like <laughs> seven o'clock or some shit. When I just got fucking home from a job Little that did I we finished know, at four. We still have the Arsenal game to come. Mm. I thought he had the realization at least. At least he weren't one of those people just carried on telling like, how bad their well, situation it might have been was. Worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I had to, I do admit, you were saying how bad your day was. And you, uh, you'd put the tweet out saying, uh, "I woke up with cramp, and somehow my day's got worse." <laughs> like that was the worst day your day could have possibly what, started. What, the just, worst thing could have happened to anybody was I mean, getting some I mean, cramp in the morning. If it was specifically jaw cramp, then I can kind of understand why it's. It was in my calf. If you tweeted like hurts. woke up, <laughs> if you tweeted like woke up and I don't know my house is on fire or something, it's like yeah. God, how did the day get worse than that, Luke? Do yeah. tell me. He's <laughs> running away from the fire and he's got cramp, and he's like, "Why he's just topped it off?" Do you remember that tweet of the reporter who? Uh, Set his house on fire. Someone replied like, "And he transferred." And he's like, a "Bit busy at the moment, mate." <laughs> yes, I remember that. <laughs> Man named Steeman may have stabbed people with a syringe full of semen. <laughs> and when they say stabbed, because the place where I get my headlines from, these obviously different papers, different headlines. 
some woman was hit in the neck when a syringe was dashed across a supermarket. Right. And it was a man called Stemmon. And he thinks he was full of semen. And you've just got someone like in the back going, da 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 da. (laughs) (laughs) He's hit the nine da. Going with well, the same kind of sound effect. It was more for Thursday. There was a nine darter on TV and I missed it watching Arsenal concede. Misery. <laughs> Absolute misery. A viral girl moving her boobs to Mozart is receiving death threats. Does it say from who? <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> the really hardcore Mozart ultras. <laughs> Beethoven away. Haven't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it? UK's most opinionated man has penned angry letters to his local paper every single day for 42 years. I mean, that's commitment, if nothing else. Yeah. I feel like everybody you knows someone like that. Account and just start arguing with strangers, and that just it's basically the same, isn't it? That's just yeah. the old school version of it. Yeah. Just get rant into the fucking paper every day. Write a complaint to a supermarket every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like that you looked at me, as you said. Everyone knows someone like that. <laughs> on, on the kind of like that's kind of topic, when I saw that Greta Thunberg was in, um, what's it, in Bristol, Bristol this week, and. The Bristol Post actually named and shamed yeah. everyone that was abusing her. And you know when you, you know when they say you know when yeah. you think like they look like the type? Yeah. Every single one of these people look like well, the she type. Had, she had a selfie with a bloke wearing a bally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sex robots with coding flaws prone to sexually assaulting humans. I mean if you've gone as far to get a sex doll, they may enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe their thing. I think we had one of one of the first times we did the strange news of the week where there was like a brothel set up yeah. with dummies yeah. in there. Like, yeah. yeah. That was when Rory was on because he looked more scared than anyone like else. ever been. Like it was a possibility that he could get caught out. Yeah. I was a bit scared when you started that bit when you said yeah. we had one a few weeks. <laughs> did we? I don't remember that. I don't remember that week. I'll tell you, the way we have people drop out on this pod, if we had one ready to sit on that <laughs> seat, would be sorted. We wouldn't get rid of AJ this way though. Just poking the mic. Have you got that doll again this week? <laughs> <laughs> Demand for he goat's genitals kebab on the rise. It's one of them weeks, I'll warn you now. Yeah. <laughs> These headlines don't get better. Bring back the deceased person. Police chase down stolen hearse in Los Angeles. <laughs> Army of the that, hun- that would just going back to that, that yeah. would really make a bad day worse. I mean, <laughs> Imagine, right, if your yeah, loved I one gets if you tweeted away, that. <laughs> and then as you're running after said body, you then get cramp. Would that be your worst day for it? <laughs> well, this is very separate. I was just thinking about running. I don't think about that too often. I was thinking, if you were being chased, they say, like, say for your lives, as, as the phrase goes, How what, do you think you'd run out of energy? See, I, I think this whenever I see it in a film... And like, there's like a really long chase scene. Like, I don't know if anyone's watched um, The Strangers. Anyone watch that on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. This there, is actually what, when I was thinking about it. There, there's a chase scene that leads them through the whole of the town and then to like an abandoned train yard. And I'm thinking, you're a dad that's probably around 40, 40 plus. There is no way that you're sprinting all the way through town. It's just, it wouldn't happen. So that adrenaline kick, mate. I was just about to say it. To be fair... From a man that's run from the law, yeah. you don't understand how fast and how far you can run until you have to fucking run. There's a big difference between just running for the crack and running for your life. There is. Like, like when I was running from gypsies. <laughs> exactly. Pr- Prison Break had a season of it. They actually yeah, ran yeah, for an yeah, entire season. Yeah, yeah. Some of you guys have been cooped up in a cell for years. Yeah. What are you doing? But yeah, going back to... With what, injuries. Yeah. Going back, bags hands off and he, yeah, it doesn't stop hand. him. Yeah. <laughs> Very distinctive character, but no one can pick him out. <laughs> but Troy makes a really good point there, to be fair. There's been times where you've gone like, egging and you kind of look over the fence to see the damage and you just see a guy jump out of oh, the porch shit. and you think, fuck. So you like run and then you're right. It's kind of... I, th- I remember seeing one of the larger kids in our year overtake me and thought, fuck, wow. right, yeah. <laughs> I can see where the adrenaline's come from now. <laughs> Army of 100,000 Chinese ducks ready to fight locust swarms. I've seen this because there's really bad locusts in like, the Middle East, isn't it? It's a ran that have like, all of their crops destroyed. So they're employing and breeding these ducks to get rid of the locusts. This yep. seems very alien versus predator sort of vibe. Oh, oh, oh. Slash Bible. Yeah. <laughs> We had it 
before, didn't we, where um, Australia have lost two wars against birds? <laughs> yeah, it was in the emu wars. Yeah. There's actually a That's so good. for it, yeah. And the, the people ended up with more deaths than the emus. <laughs> didn't they also, like, introduce some, uh, like, bullfrogs to get rid of something, yes. and then they ended up being just inundated with the fuckers. <laughs> now there is millions of them all over Australia. We said before, if the kangaroos do ever turn, they're fucked, because there's loads of them, <laughs> and they look like they can scrap. This, re- no, yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of Whacking Day from Simpsons, where they all just go out and whack a snake for one day. <laughs> it's like they have to do this with like c- canoes or uh, <laughs> emus. Your mind went there. I remember thinking that Kangaroo Jack actually looked like a good film yeah. when we were younger, and just seeing the poster now is enough to think, <laughs> my word. Yeah. <laughs> Japanese country debuts sliced mayonnaise. Sliced. Yep. I mean, if you're you going for like, an even spread across a sandwich, like a ham sandwich, it's one of those, if you had it in associated milk, it's like cheese. It's like cheese is just a loaf of milk, essentially. <laughs> a loaf of milk. That's what cheese is. <laughs> Banana throwing man warned not to do it again for six months. By <laughs> <laughs> who? Dangerous territory we're going I mean, here. I know that you, like, regimentally kind of set against clicking on these but some of them do you surely think I've really got to click on this (laughs) no some of the sites that you see like referenced some some I don't want to know that it's not as interesting as it sounds and some of them I'd rather just have the idea in my head Indonesian official says strong sperm can impregnate women in swimming pools (laughs) don't know who's getting in a swimming pool and (laughs) shooting their load but Indonesia that's clearly an issue (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just leave it knocking about see what I mean, happens uh, that kind of region everything's an issue at the moment so that's that, probably the least of my worries that uh, South Park episode with the pee levels in the pool yeah. it's a pee in the pool and <laughs> Cartman's minorities song what a lottery that is for a woman going into a swimming yeah. pool <laughs> <laughs> can't be too careful here <laughs> my favourite one of the week uh, baboon escapes vasectomy up at testing lab and flees with two female monkeys <laughs> He has literally won the jackpot there. <laughs> we all aspire to be that baboon. It's like just thinking of the sperm one. I seen a headline this week that was um, guy has his first threesome, gets both girls pregnant. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, type of luck do you have we, for that? We had that on the week where it was us three, didn't we? It was a it was a mother and yeah. it was a mother and daughter. Oh, unless this is happening to several different people. Yeah. That's not that bad that Brian account was on Twitter for a while yeah. back. That's something I love doing. So many good Twitter accounts that you don't have anymore. It's so good. Girl 11 brings AR-15 to Idaho hearing on gun legislation. America! <laughs> Toronto doctor stripped of license after panel hears she had sex with cancer patient in hospital bed. <laughs> it's like Make-A-Wish Foundation, really, isn't it? <laughs> Man stuffs boa constrictor down pants while shoplifting at a pet store, police say. <laughs> Say. <laughs> Maybe he was just, you know, a rather endowed gentleman, and they wanted a reason to arrest him. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the, that's the, that's the strange news out of the way. Yeah, what a way that, to end there, it. There was a, there was a guy that happened where he sued them because he maintained that it was just his length in his trousers, <laughs> and he was like, "I don't want to show you." <laughs> and they forced him to, and he sued. And yeah, there was the video as well of someone in England, wasn't there, getting the pat down, and he was like, <laughs> "What's that?" He's like, that's my, my cock. Yeah. <laughs> that's my penis. Yeah. And then the cop just tries to press her, okay. <laughs> the humblest of humble brags. <laughs> so, Troy listened when we did it the other week, said to me about uh, bringing back the Agony Ants segment. <laughs> did my best today. So, we have three, and they get progressively weirder. Oh, okay. Christ. So, As if the news weren't enough. <laughs> What this last one is maybe the weirdest thing I've ever read. <laughs> right, okay. You set yourself up there. I really like this girl at work, but I'm not quite sure how to broach the subject. She always seems interested when I talk to her, but I've heard she has a boyfriend. Should I send her a picture of my penis? <laughs> I see a lot of these things online, unsolicited dick pics, and I've never you see wanted... a lot of them. No, a lot of people kind of <laughs> complain and say, "Oh." If anyone sends me one, I will like put it online. I'm thinking, I've never ever thought, you know, this would be a good idea. No, I mean ever. No. I've seen way too many like horror jobs. There's an Australian uh, model that, for every person that sent it, 
she found their Facebook and their parents and said, this is what your son's doing on the internet. Do you remember there was a lad, local lad, that um, was just, he's always on the hunt on Facebook for birds. Never gets one. Always on the hunt. Basically, (laughs) she she outed him, this one girl. He's been on the podcast, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) This one girl outed him, basically, and was like, this guy's a fucking pest. Keeps sending me photos and stuff. And I told him that if he carried on, I was going to tell everybody. And so here it is. And basically, the wording was, would you want it? And then it was just a photo of his cock. (laughs) He's straight to the point. Literally, yeah. Yeah, I, I... I've never understood it. I don't see any particular way that you can take one that is going to tip things over the edge, especially in the opening message to go, you know what? We don't need the chat here. Yeah. And that's the thing. Cause it's one of those where if someone's in a relationship with someone, you can kind of see, yeah, fair enough. But if you're just <coughs> sending them around, pardon the poem, willy nilly, I mean, <laughs> come on. I've got, I've got two stories about the, the same kid who, uh, Sean knows, uh, no one else on here does. Um, but he, he, after a night out once, oh god, Snapchatted uh, a, a a dick pic to a girl while he was uh, soft. He he oh, woke god. up in the morning, realised what he'd done, and sent another one <laughs> <laughs> to make sure that she didn't think that's what it was. That is brilliant. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, a before I, and after. I, I can kind of imagine. Correction. Like, I can kind of get on with that logic because you think. Well, fuck. I've got nothing to lose. (laughs) The same kid had it pointed out before that um, he'd put a dick pic and he'd gone to send it to someone and he put it on his Snapchat story. (laughs) And rather than shave, he'd used the paintbrush and just scribbled out his pubes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my days. (laughs) That is class. Oh my God. I mean, she wouldn't wonder what's going on here. Yeah. It's like, like GTA oh. when you go into the barber's chair and it's just oh like, no, great, all back. If I could get him on the podcast to tell the story, I I wish I could. And it's just, just explain the thought process, really. If you if you could just give us five minutes, yeah. mate, just explain what, what's going through your head. Put your thoughts, pal. <laughs> if, if, if we ever get to the point where we can like pay to fly in guests or even <laughs> just give them... You know, drive down here. We'll give you the petrol money. Yeah, we got That's a top of the list. He's got some tails. Next one, then. Uh, as far as advice goes, I think send it. I think, <laughs> I, th- I think, yeah. d- send deep pigs are fairly yeah. generic. You could you could deny it's yours if push ever came to shove. But look, you know, I this could be anyone's, and just go with that. Or even better, send one soft and then send one in the morning hard. <laughs> yeah. How much of a game changer is it if the person puts their face in? I think that would be creepier, because oh, what face yeah. can you pull for that? <laughs> the shocked. That is true. <laughs> How did I get here? Also, the, the <laughs> angles are, are going to be crazy if you're getting the face in as well. There's a South Park episode about that, isn't there? About the measurements in the... Oh, we're getting it right, yeah. type of thing. I seen um, there was a photo that was doing the rounds last week of um, a lad in a group chat was like, "John, I need your help. Send me a yeah. photo of your dick. I'm sending it to this bird because obviously John's well hung." He's like, he's like, "Yeah, no problem, man." Sends him the photo. And he's like, "Yeah, that's great lighting, man." <laughs> this is it. Going back to what Luke said, even the best case scenario is that she thinks, "Oh, fucking, he's got a chopper on him." But then the thoughts is probably going to be that that he's found it on the internet or he's got a mate. It won't be his. No way. Oh, this is the thing, like, I've always thought as well, if someone's going to do that, then surely you're kind of catfishing yourself to the point where <laughs> you get into the scenario and you're like, you're just a massive letdown from yeah. everyone, everyone concerned. One of the things that tipped it, pardon the pun, over the edge for me was it being a work colleague. That just seems like different gravy That's to ballsy. Me. <laughs> yeah. That's ballsy. That is bold because... That's the sexual people, case. Even the, people, <laughs> yeah. even the people you know at work are toning it down at least slightly in work, especially assuming it's not like a female on a building site or something. I mean, it's might go down better if it was, but (laughs) if it being like in an office and he's just having small talk by the drinks machine and then greeting her with that on his phone. So essentially it's like, a new age version of just showing somebody cock. It's like walking up to the water fountain, like you said, and just whipping it out. Why does everyone know a kid that does that as well? Yeah, true. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, there's one that obviously I can't name on this, but he would send them to loads of girls, and and one of them then happened to be my girlfriend. Um, I, kn- and then, I know who this is. Yeah, you do. So and my then, brother's mates. 
And then I um, ended up, I think I sent it into the group chat um, and then someone got hold of it and then just put it on Twitter and said, <laughs> I think the caption was, why am I so horny? <laughs> and then and then one of my friends actually sent it to him on Twitter for everyone to see, saying, I yeah. don't know, mate, why are you? Oh, <laughs> no. No Aubameyang in the, in the, even in the squad today, Troy, so let's hope this goes well. <laughs> I don't want to hear about disrespecting the cup again. <laughs> <laughs> it's disrespectful playing Lacazette if that's what the team is. <laughs> I'm 43 years old. My wife believes I'm having an affair, but I'm not. Every day she applies nail polish on my penis and then checks it's still there at the end of the day to ensure I'm being faithful. I feel a burning sensation and it hurts me. Please help. What can I do? What a poor guy. <laughs> Fucking hell. Nail varn. Did you say nail varnish? Yeah. It's probably not coming off though, is it? Like, if you're shagging anyway. Oh, like, I, I mean, he's quite fucking strong. <laughs> he needs to be going to the police, not, not, yeah. not an agony yeah. hunt. <laughs> I don't know, like, the fact that you need a solution to get nail varnish off is quite... Indic- she hasn't thought about this very well. No. I've heard of women smelling their man's dicks. Like, <laughs> there's actually a song. There was venom is, in the way he said that. There is actually a song called Can I Sniff Your Old Dick? Yeah. And it is as brilliant as it sounds. I think we'll have to tweet it out. It. It's one of them podcasts. <laughs> and finally, so this, this, this one. This is the weird one. Yeah, this is going to take a bit of reading, so bear with me. If you need to react during, then do so. But if not, you might be speechless at the end anyway. My boyfriend is the biggest chatterbox that I know, and what makes it worse is that on the odd occasion that I do manage to get a word in, he stares at me vacantly, so I'm not even sure he's listening to a word I say. I want to dump him, but there's a weird reason I haven't. He's got a third nipple in the centre of his ribcage, and when he removes his t-shirt, his torso resembles a very kind-looking face. It's as though the regular nipples are eyes, his additional ones are cute little nose, and his belly button is a surprised mouth. Anyway... I've taken to calling chest man Christopher, and when my boyfriend is asleep, I have long one-sided conversations with him about my feelings and what I've done that day. Christopher's a great listener, and although he never responds, it's clear he oozes compassion and sympathy. I've even started to develop strong sexual feelings for Chris, and taken to kissing his mouth when my boyfriend is snoring heavily. I realised things had gotten out of hand when I became frantic one morning last week after spotting some fluff in my boyfriend's navel. Take it out, Christopher is choking, I screamed. <laughs> oh what should I God. do? <laughs> uh, check yourself into the fucking mental home yeah. immediately. <gasps> what is wrong with her? This is way beyond our field of expertise. <laughs> the, the response from uh, Deirdre was, um, please seek help immediately. <laughs> yeah, good. Jesus. How's she received a dick pic from him? <laughs> It's his whole new meaning to I want to sit on your face, doesn't it? Like, just jumping up and down on his yeah, belly. It's like, what the fuck's going on here? It's got an outy belly button. <laughs> this is Rory Ford. I am the resident tipster for at Spitballing Pod, covering all things horse racing. I will be posting all of my Chapman picks to spitballingpod.com where you can find them or also find them on Twitter at SpitballingPod. I'd like to say that's the weirdness out of the way, but you never really do know when we're on here. So, my word. The plan was here, Premier League Hall of Fame, the first five inductees. Mm. I'm not expecting us to be at the point where we're cursing at someone. I'd be quite interested to know Alex is, is, is something. But alongside this, if I introduce this now, what we are going to set up is the Spitballing Pod Premier League Cult Hall of Fame. So you'd assume the actual Premier League Hall of Fame for a while isn't going to get quite like the NBA one where being a character is enough to get you in. So the yeah, likes- I, I'd have thought our genuine Hall of Fame is probably going to be quite similar. Yeah. We're all yeah, going to have kind yeah. of similar players, yeah, yeah. but the cult one is going to, you know, yeah, throw so up some like surprises. The, the maybe. cult one's the kind of the likes of I mean, it might be harsh on Peter Crouch because he's probably a level above some of the ones on name, but Crouch, Bentner, Abue, even the likes of the ones who... See, I, I didn't really... I, I went more for your types of unsung heroes. This is, yeah, so this is anything. literally just like a, a cult hero. So a cult hero, Morton Gamps Pedersen 
is like a cult hero when you talk about Petrov, early two thousands football. You know, exactly. yeah. All these sorts. Even like chuck someone like Mark Viduka in there if someone can make mm. a case for him. De Canio. Exactly. He's in mine. <laughs> Strangely <laughs> enough. So <laughs> haven't quite sorted the format of this either. Every two weeks someone suggests some someone gets a chance to suggest a name. Mm. Everyone else in the group has the chance to vote and veto it. Decide it's whether it's going in or not. It's in or out. Okay. Or every month or every fortnight or whatever. What the fuck's going on in yeah. this wrestling match we're watching? We, we suggest four players. Suddenly a cage is coming down <laughs> out of nowhere. The fight's been on <laughs> 10 stages minutes. stages of hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then it goes out to a Twitter poll to determine who the guy is that's okay. going to get in. Right. keep a record of who's in there. Mm. I would like to volunteer to go first because I've thought long and hard about this. Well, it's not It's goal. not starting until next week. Right, okay. So the I'll, I'll continue to keep thinking yeah. long and hard about this. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you can have a really long, hard think. Yeah. And we'll do... TK suggestion next week. So, if everyone thinks of someone that is a fringe Hall of Famer, a borderline, yeah, put it in our group chat by Friday night. Yeah. So two people don't have the same one, or if they do, maybe they can partner up or whatever. Yeah. And I don't think two people are going to have Ricardo Vazte, but all right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go from there. <clears throat> so Premier League Hall of Fame first five inductees. So. As far as I understand, it's not just players. So it can be managers okay. as as well. Oh, really? Mascots. If it's not, then... I did check in the chat. I did <coughs> check the uh, yeah. premise. Well... I mean, this is just... The first... They're not letting us pick, so... Think, yeah. <laughs> We're not yeah. officially deciding, strangely. <laughs> I, I think the first five is going to be pretty much self-explanatory, isn't it? It's going to be... I don't think so. I think... Well, should I say what I would have as my first five, or where do you give want us to tell us how many are from Chelsea? <laughs> None of them, well, actually five. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think any of them are so far because I'm talking like, Go like on. the way I worked. It was kind of when it started at the Premier League, and then kind of who's won the most. I actually had probably. one Chelsea one narrowly miss out on my five, but I, I mean, think there's a couple. yeah, I'd probably yeah, go. I think just for the for the amount of medals won, his gigs doesn't make mine. Wow. <clears throat> Okay. I mean, I've got different That's, reasons, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I, I would say that the only reason he, he should be in there is because he's he kind of been around since the fucking start, yeah, 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 yeah. and 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 didn't, yeah, and only retired a few years back, like yeah. you know. Out, out of interest, who, which Chelsea player do you think would be closest it would of anyone? Be, it'd be Frank Lampard, yeah, because the highest scoring midfielder in the Premier League history. You think over Terry? If it, you think Two Terry? Chelsea. You think Lampard over Terry? I'd I'd say so for yeah. contribution to. I mean Terry's fantastic captain. But he's a racist. Um, it's not so much that. I mean, I mean we won't have a lot of people in the Premier League Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's on character. <laughs> I, I would say for someone to be able to, if you're going to look at managers as well, for someone to be the highest scoring midfielder of all time and give most strikers a run for their money, play the amount of games he did, won the amount of Premier Leagues that he did, and then come back to manage the same team he played for. And do a Let's wait to see how that managing career goes. Well, yeah, that's true. Because I, I think he gets in over Gerard, like because Gerard and Lampard for me were both similar in in the they were my fifth pick in I, you know it was like the last two there and I was kind of thinking I think Lampard just tips it. I think you, you got to kind of amount the amount of medals, medals that he won yeah. as opposed to obviously Gerard's none. So that's not a dig. That is literally just how he won it. I. Just uh, for future reference, uh, if anyone wants to suggest uh, Paul Jewell in the Cult Hall of Fame, <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. Top man. I thought the first inductee would be Fergie, begrudgingly. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course. Has to be original. Look how many times he's won it and what he's done. I, actually honest, had I don't think I read it properly when I when you mentioned managers. I just went with players, but yes. that I would agree. Got in. <laughs> him and him and Wenger would probably make it into there at some point. They were they the both. first two I had down <laughs> for different reasons of the Premier League. Yeah, I find it funny as well that before Mourinho came <clears> back to Man United, you would definitely say Mourinho has to be in there just for a character. In him, I wouldn't for yet because he's still going. But what, but I, was, what I was about to say is that. He's tarnished his reputation so badly with United and so far. He'll be a Hall of Famer, no doubt yeah, about it. Yeah, but he's kind of like that he's got home, a question mark the the home record is enough yeah. of a to yeah. thing because that is freakish when you see it back. Like four years of not being being at home. The stat where I mean I don't know what Liverpool's is now, but even when it felt like it had been on for ages and it was 
still, they need to win this many more times like at home. Two years. Yeah. Stupid, yeah. yeah. That, that was it. Because everyone was like going off in the group chat about, oh yeah, Liverpool, we've been beating them at home for like two years. I was like, yeah, well, you've got to play another three years to match our record. Yeah. And we haven't won the Premier League. Yeah, right. Anything else we want to get out over here? Who, how many of everyone's five would you say are like, Certainty for I know it's only two going in first, but we'll we're doing five today. I, I thought if we're having players and managers, I thought the five I've got, I thought give it give us give us your five. All right, so Fergie Wenger, this isn't necessarily in order. Yeah, Omri has to be the best player that's played in the league. I thought Shearer is the top goal scorer. You probably have to, and I thought Giggs after that. I thought the only one who's made more appearances than him is Gareth Barry, and I probably can't quite make the. <laughs> <laughs> I would be a cult guy. Yeah, 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 but he got so. Gigs on, on, on longevity and success, etc., etc. I think does have to. I've go got in. four of your five. Yeah. I, I didn't do managers as well, but all of the players were yeah. the ones saying yeah. yours as well. I think the, that's what I mean by it's a, pretty much a dead set. The the different uh, you can be like a United hater as much as you want, but it's it's quite hard to argue yeah. with yeah. that. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was reading an article where someone put like these twenty people have to be in, and someone was complaining. There's too many United players. It's like, well, look back through the league. <laughs> yeah, they've been that dominant. There's a reason that, we all know, hate them. Yeah. 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 The, the player I had instead of Giggs was I had um, Cantona in there. And my <laughs> thinking was, I think some of it is going to be for almost like a moment. And I mean, I can't remember him signing for United, but as far as I gather, and my understanding is this was when the Bosman rule had just been got rid of. And so it opened up kind of Premier League being different in that we're welcome if you're good enough we'll welcome all foreigners into the league and then well he was at Leeds from there, before wasn't he yeah yeah I was just doing kind of reading I thought if I go Burkamp then it's not going to be quite the same I think Giggs will definitely be in there but I don't know see my top five obviously the same players but then I also had Burkamp um, and then I was Cantona or Lampard and I was kind of letting my Heart rule my head a little see, bit there. See the, yeah, see the thing no, with little is... goalie in there for you? Um, not yet, no. I wouldn't say so yet. I mean, Pete... Um, oh, don't Schmeichel say it. Okay, all right. But see, I, I went... I, I was thinking Van der Sar more than anything mm. just because simply of the longevity of the man and, and sort of... Put some respect on David James's name. Yeah, but now, that is James, longevity. <laughs> what did he win? Best one FA Cup with Portsmouth? That's probably about it. Yeah, that was towards the end of his career as well. Yeah, I mean... Is that really... Christ. Really, when you think about it, because he was, a, he was at Liverpool when Liverpool was shot. That was never a dark that, age never... for keepers in the England team. Yeah, yeah we it were, was, yeah. We were having yeah. a tough time. Richard Wright was getting a look in. <laughs> them sort of guys, yeah. Scott Carson. Who is Rob Green. We basically Robinson. just killed all these Who, people. Basically. Uh, Ian Walker, that was when I remember. It was just before a tournament and he ripped his groin, like taking a goal kick and he just got carried off the pitch and never played for England again. That was probably one of the most unlucky debuts <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Do you remember um, when Seaman was our, our number one goalie and Leeds had Nigel Martin and everyone yeah. was always like, Porsche, it's a shame that Seaman's around. You know what yeah, I mean? Because got a great Martin was keeper. just there, just always in the England squad, but never fucking played. Always Poor the bridesmaid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Play that Ferdinand meme of, uh, come on, let's just enjoy the pair of them, man. It doesn't have to be against each other. <laughs> The other thing is the Hall of Fame thing is that I have Giggsy in top five, but if we're talking greatest Premier League player ever, I've always he made the case that I can't get him that much no, near it. No. And that's what I'd have, as a greater player, I'd have Cantona in as the greater player mm. because he's a better talent. Also, if you look at those early Premier Leagues, United one, he was the talisman. He, was, he carried him to a lot of them. Whereas Giggsy, for all of the success he had, I don't know if he was ever the main man in there. But it's just that he has so much of it that I have to have him as the sort of first ballot, if you will. He missed the score. Didn't he have like? Doesn't he have thirteen Premier League titles? Am, am I imagining this, or does he have? Well, yeah, yeah, because Fergie's got thirteen, and he's yeah, so yeah. I think he's yeah, he, he got every time. single fucking yeah. one, didn't so, he? Cantona missing a spell of games is what cost him the first Premier League, wasn't it? When Blackburn won yeah. it, because they had, they had a nil-nil draw against West Ham, was it? Well, the last game Liverpool yeah. had to beat Blackburn, yeah, to stop Blackburn it. winning it, and then United had to. Obviously, better result. Yeah. Liverpool did their part, but United and yeah, and ended up was drawing. serving his suspension for the flying kick at the time, for, right, wasn't he? Yeah. See, yeah. so it's eighteen years today since uh, that Burkamp goal against Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, and seventeen years today since uh, 
Roy Jones won the heavyweight title. That's crazy, isn't it? Ooh. And 15 years the other day since Delia Smith said, where are you? Let's <laughs> be having you. It's weird because that got said in commentary, didn't it, on Match of the Day? And I actually, I remember watching that game because it was against Chelsea. Yeah. And I was watching and thinking, 15 years ago? Yeah, 15 how does old, seem... How old am I? Yeah, yeah, what's going on? Um, yeah. It's like when we watch some of this wrestling back and some of it's from like 98, 99. <laughs> yeah. and, and I remember watching it yeah. in 98, 99. I was like nine years old. And I think, what the fuck was going on here? Like, for let me watching this. Well, I said... the Ooh, other start for Mari. Yeah, the other day uh, on Saturday when I was waiting for the UFC to start... And I was watching while well, they started this uh, pay per view, and just seeing how different women are in the UFC, <laughs> not in the UFC. I know, I'm WWE surprised now. we don't all beat the fuck out of our wives and and all, <laughs> like because this was influencing us, whether <laughs> yeah. we knew it or not. When we were nine and ten, and I was watching WWF, like Subliminal the way they spoke and treated women was oh, unreal. Trish Stratus, uh, and panties matches and shit like that. Trish Stratus slaps William Regal and he just goes to town after that and the commentators are cheering it on. Well, it's, it's, it's how they doubt Mae Young. She was like 80 year old and they and the Dudley boys put her through a fucking table. Mark, like, yeah, Mark, with force. Mark Henry um, impregnated her. her. As well. Yeah, and he got her pregnant and she gave birth to a glove. I remember it. She gave birth to a rubber glove on Raw. And, and I remember me and my friends just being like... Trust me, if you've never seen it, I'll put it in the group chat what later. What is this? Yeah. The attitude there was wild, man. <laughs> she gave birth to a it glove. It to a rubber glove. It, it had to be on Raw as well. It was inf- an inflated glove that had been tied at the end and that's what she gave birth to. And it was what? Mark Henry's baby, but it was a glove. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Why riddle, a glove? riddle me that. <laughs> oh my I God. I have no idea. <laughs> Great stuff. Should end the pod there. Yeah. Thank God the rock didn't impregnate her. Wow. Just gives yeah. birth to a actual rock. Just oh my God. Yeah. How did this come up? That'd have worked better, I think. You know. <laughs> if we carry on past that, unless anyone else has anything to throw in there, I, I, I didn't expect good... Jax... Probably also quite I didn't dark. expect Jax to be so fair. I thought we might have mm, yeah. all sorts of being thrown well, in. Well, you should see numbers five to ten, then... <laughs> Got good Johnson at seven. Boularoos makes the cut. <laughs> like I said in the uh, in the group chat earlier, I think AJ's is probably just hurricane, 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 Trippier. hurricane. Oh yeah, and Kieran Trippier, of course. Well, I think Bozingwa could make the cult hall of fame for his brow. Yeah, the brow. Yeah, I mean, my nomination for cult hall of fame was always going to be Roy Delap, just because. But that is I'll be vetoing. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute mayhem. Yeah, that is. There was there was an actual compilation. Changed the way the game is played, arguably. Yeah, there there was a compilation put out by Max Rushton, I believe, the other day, which I saw, and it was just five minutes of a compilation of Roy Delap's long throw-ins. Wasn't that the thing? Like, it only actually directly led to like three goals. (laughs) It was still just chaos. No, it was loads more than that because it was on this compilation. There's at least fifteen on there. What counts as like? Yeah, I think that was it because where basically bounce around and yeah. then so, so, so yeah, technically yeah, it only exactly. ever actually so yeah it would never be like an actual but assist but it would always be like a pinball the carnage player. it caused yeah I, I actually have a fun story about that because I actually, when I played for Cheltenham we played Stoke City in a postseason friendly at the Britannia and they trained their youth team to play like their adult team so they can go straight <laughs> in and they had what a thing for the kids to uh, well I actually I played against Ryan Shotton do you remember Ryan Shotton yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so he could throw the ball from inside his own half into my area <laughs> and I actually we lost 6-0 and I actually conceded an own goal because the ball bounced in the area it was going absolutely crazy I tried to like tip it away because there was like six foot kids running <laughs> in on it and I actually tipped it into my own net <laughs> so there's a fun shout for if you if you've ever been panicked. to yeah. uh... I kept all their kit as well <laughs> I've got some Stoke City like Leacock Sportive socks at home <laughs> if you've ever been to Stoke or Preston train station it's like the like middle of like the post-apocalyptic films <laughs> where the people start being infected <laughs> Right. No, I've never been to Stoke train station. No. The couple of times I've been to uh, Blackpool for the darts, you have to change at usually one of them places and you see some things, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, any, anywhere north of Birmingham, everything starts to get a bit dicey. Like Doncaster. So Birmingham the worst. scares me. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, Stoke, if you thought it was amusing watching it as like a different fan. It was traumatising as an Arsenal fan watching that because that was when you had more FA Cup games on like BBC or ITV. And I remember when we had football on a Sunday and Arsenal must have been, 
I think this is when Sol Campbell came back and we had him in the FA Cup and they scored like two from throw-ins in the first like 17 minutes with like Fabianski in goal. <laughs> and you genuinely did. It was like conceding a penalty because <laughs> you saw how excited they all were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's given Steve Sidwell a career because every time Arsenal lose a game, he gets to go on talk sport and go, oh, we knew about roughing them up. We used to talk about that in the changing rooms. Like we haven't heard the same story 8,000 time, times. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like it yeah, up. You know, Arsenal, I was about to say that. You don't like it up. Um, oh, right. <laughs> that was like part of the Arsenal fragile years though, wasn't it? That's when everyone was made of glass, always got injured and they'd always be injured by playing Stoke and it was... This seems like a match made in hell. It was like the leg break derby because it was always more like hard feeling in that game because of that leg break. I think part of it, no doubt there were some injury like riddle players like Diaby, Riziki, Wilshire, so on, so on. Part of it though is when the whole mystique is they don't like it up and get stuck in then the tackles are worse. Yeah. And so you do get more injuries. Like yeah. there was the one back when people still like Wilshire could have the most brutal tackle on him and people would go, oh, he's made of glass. <laughs> when we played United at the Emirates and Paddy McNair went through him like he was running a train on him, went nearly like snapped his leg in half and had the nerve to get up and protest it being like a yellow card. <laughs> and then he didn't even make it at Sunderland. So that's like the highlight of his career there. Yeah. If, I, f- I feel so sorry for Wilshire just saying the name. Because how old is he now? He's 26. So he should be in his prime right now. We should have had mm. like 10 illustrious years of him in the England midfield. And I still, on his day, I still feel he's one of the most technically gifted midfielders that we probably possess. But he's just always injured. I will say, West Ham giving him 110 grand a week is Which the most West brilliant. Ham thing yeah. Off. Ever. That, Absolutely. So you know his track record. It's, yeah. it's not going to be because he's going to a different club, which is arguably plays a worse style of football. He hasn't arrived at West Ham because things have gone well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's like, what even I mean. Newcastle had the sense. They knew Andy Carroll wanted to join them more than they wanted to sign Andy Carroll. So they gave him a contract that if you play, pay your play, then you'll so. get paid. They didn't have the thing to do with Wilshire, did they? There's women ripping each other's clothes. <laughs> well, they with. Trish Stratus in the, in the middle of them scrapping Stephanie McMahon just threw a cup of water at her chest and that was like something as if that would happen yeah. <laughs> in, in the middle of it see I have like a really weird skewed view of wrestling because I actually got into wrestling by force because I lived in a house with someone that was addicted to it so he would watch it when he came home from work all night long and then he'd watch like last week's then he'd watch it anyway Wrestling was always on, and when he wasn't doing that, he was on my Xbox playing wrestling. It was a, and then he would it was go, a rash person to move in with. It was very, with. and he'd go around the house, um, talking like a wrestling announcer with a rock. So you didn't tidy up the Tupperware. <laughs> oh my god! And I was like, this is getting really odd. And then it all culminated when he started performing wrestling moves on a beanbag when he got drunk, and then. He would empty the cutlery drawer onto said beanbag and then jump on it to cut his back out. And then he'd start <laughs> walk, and he'd start walking around the front room going, He's been bust open! He's been and then me and my other friend who lived with him, we just looked at each other and thought, We either need to move out or we're gonna die. Yeah. Did you give him help? <laughs> um he needs to write into Agony Agony AJ. Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. I've got a fetish for beanbags and cutlery. <laughs> what do I do? When you should have invested in some steel chairs and actually right around his head. Yeah, honestly, he was. He, we had these tables, right? And you like, know the kid as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to say, I'm pretty they, sure I know who this is. They were like benches. That you said, had, have you said it? Yeah. Only the kid when he was about 10. Yeah. When yeah. these things would have been understandable. Yeah. You'd hope yeah. he would have grown out of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, we had these benches that were akin to like the PE benches you play bench ball on. We had them for just outside in the garden. And when anyone would get pissed up, it'd be right. Who's going to be chokeslamming through this table tonight? <laughs> anyway, these tables you learn in wrestling are built to break in the middle. <laughs> this guy got really steaming and he got chokeslammed off a table onto the bench <laughs> and the bench didn't move. I had, I had that with uh, Shane McMahon once where I think it's Mick Foley tries putting him through and it just won't break. Yeah. And you you hear the noise yeah. where he's hitting it in the wrong place. And then the actual, <laughs> the actual, the actual like iron legs of the bench bent before the bench did and they did it like numerous times I just thought well, I'm going out now 
Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, when when you were younger, saying like you didn't like wrestling was like the equivalent of saying you don't like football. Mm. Yeah. See, I I never got into it. Like I never watched it. My parents would never have it on. I got into it when I was like nineteen when I lived with this guy. And it was just by, by and it force. Was, yeah, it, it was by force. But I'd have to watch. I have to get into it. It was like the right in the Shield era where the Roman Reigns gets double clothed by that so guy with long hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I have no idea what any of that means. Yeah. <laughs> Getting up to watch uh, WWE Attitude on Sky One. Yeah. Was a, like a version of Match of the Day <laughs> with Todd Grisham, who now does boxing on the zone. I remember when he was about ten or eleven. Um, few of the lads that used to knock about with in, in, in Brockworth, they would actually organise like first blood matches. So they were <laughs> they were fucking hardcore. Like they That's serious. they lived in a shit house, yeah. This well, this one lad lived in an absolute shithole of a house. So it was always like we're wrestling in his house because it didn't matter what you broke. <laughs> yeah. It just didn't matter. His, bed, the blood goes his double there. bed was already snapped the fuck. So <laughs> it was just like, just powerbomb him on that. And I can remember him having this fight once and and it reminded me because you said about the cutlery. He got a fork out and was just like stabbing the guy in the head <laughs> to make him bleed, just raking it back and forth. Oh and, and like you said about the, the the way you would speak, it was always the same way. Like, oh my God, he's got him with a fork. <laughs> you know, you would always, just talk that way the whole way through it <laughs> if we get back to yeah, some sport before we close things out so wrestling is sport Luke yeah. <laughs> sports entertainment in a bad week for a lot of English clubs but Arsenal Liverpool for different reasons Arsenal going out the Europa League to Olympiacos Liverpool Unfortunately, losing. I was going to say your week picked up. <laughs> it around. picked up a bit. <laughs> it's the best result we've had in years. I was going to say, looking at Twitter, it, it seemed that way. The question is, how should both teams react to this week's setbacks? Win the next game. This big is that, time, like yeah. you know, big time. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think yeah. Liverpool's got Chelsea next in the league, haven't they? Yeah, they pick up tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, it's F- oh right. Those... Who have they next got in the league, TK? Uh, Bournemouth at home. Oh, I feel sorry for Top them. Team, actually. Yeah, I Top saw team. Brad Dobbins what, saying... You're playing, uh, you're playing <laughs> back-to-back? Chelsea. Huh? Are you on about Liverpool? Liverpool, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth, I think it's Chelsea. That, I actually want them to go down for no other reason. They always take points <laughs> off us. I was going to say, they do seem like they've been You're lucky they didn't score four. They beat us 4-0 two, time, two seasons in a row and then have four points on us this season as well. It's, it's one of them. We've do got you, half the team injured. We can't really do anything with it anyway. Do you think losing on Saturday changes Klopp's team selection for tomorrow? Because you don't want to lose two back-to-back, do you? I know what you mean, yeah. It should do. I don't necessarily think it will. I think he'll probably stick with what he was going to go with anyway. He's sort of that sort of guy. Um, I, I've said before, I think he'll have a mix. I think he'll play some people who wouldn't normally play, but I think there will still be... He's not going to put the kids out, I don't think. I think because if they get butchered by Chelsea, it yeah. doesn't look good, does it? I think that he'll feel that he owes them something because obviously he went out on a limb by putting the kids out in the last round, and they actually came through for him. So and some of them played really well. Yeah, so you are in a tricky spot when like, you do that. And it's like Curtis Jones as well. Whereas now, if you don't play any of them, they're all going to be like, "Well, what was the point?" I yeah, know, I, no, it does kind of. They won't be, but it kind of gives a backward message, a sense. Yeah, it kind of kills them a bit. How Klopp's listened to this, by the way. I've, I've guilt, we, guilt, we know we are going to influence yeah. the team selection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've no doubt he is good. I want to see something from um, Harvey Elliott. Yeah, I'm not sure you probably will for a year, of a year or two either. How old is he? 17? 16 still. I, oh, think. Okay. I think he's not 17 like, for a few so months. 17 is you, you've had some good performances from... I think I think each game I've watched him, I thought he shows you like a flash, but there's not like... He's quite skinny, isn't he? Yeah, he is yeah. only a, a slight sort of guy. But, but then if he went and did what like, Curtis Jones did, we'd all be saying, yeah. he's the next Gazzo and get him to the Eurozone, wouldn't yeah. we? So maybe it's for the best that we calm it. Yeah. So, with Liverpool, it's if you win the next one, then it's forgotten about very quickly. Then if you go out of the cup, then it's yeah. is their season imploding, you, which is obviously slightly ridiculous, but that's the be, way it goes. Being a Liverpool fan here, I've seen a lot of Liverpool, well, not a lot. I saw one Liverpool fan trying to say <laughs> that. <laughs> I've no doubt that there's several others who are going to claim the same thing, I'm saying sure. that, look, the Invincible wasn't even in his head. He was like, when we were losing... I didn't even bat an eyelid. It was all just, we're still going to win the league. Once it hit about 40 games, it must have been like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's probably about right. I don't think anybody really even thought about it or considered it. And then when it gets to a certain point, you're like, oh, okay, not that many games left to go in this season. The record's within sight. I mean, of course, of course, you want to get, especially as well when you get to a stage where you're as far ahead in the league as you are. You're looking for a new thing, then, aren't you? Yeah, What's yeah, the 100%. go trying to set records well, or whatever? No, Klopp could literally play the kids for the rest of the season and go all out in the other competitions <laughs> yeah. if yeah, he yeah. wanted to. Like we've yeah. all been there on football manager, haven't we, Luke? Where we've won the league with like four or five games left, <laughs> and and you're kind of just like, oh, can't be fucked. Now what do I do? Yeah. yeah, like I cannot be fucked to play the rest of these five games yeah. when I, I know I've already won the league. Well, to I, be fair, Klopp tried simulating one earlier in the season. Yeah. People didn't like it. <laughs> ben, ben <Foster laughs> he tried doing the quick sim. Ben Foster was on the radio this morning and he was actually talking about how it's a similar mentality when you're a relegation team. When you hit 40 points, something you in do? your brain switches off. What is Subconsciously, that you don't realise it. They say, obviously, you don't mean to, but something tells you, well, we're safe now. So, I think and, you know, Charlton you, did you every year, didn't they? A lot of they got to like 40 and then they're just... Yeah, wouldn't bother. I mean, and then they eventually got with, bored. And you see, we seen it with Watford at the end of last season. They mm. they would had a decent enough season, and then they dropped off massively mm. towards the end. They got fucking pumped in the in the <laughs> FA Cup. Didn't I they? was going to say, I think the cup probably played a part in that one yeah. as well, didn't it? Yeah. I think everyone's probably thinking cup final there, mm. stay fit or whatever. It doesn't seem to be happening to Wolves. <laughs> with <laughs> the cup should be affecting them. With, with the Liverpool thing though, they I think people probably should. There was I guess there's two elements to it. One. You just wanted to win the league. Don't, at the start of the season, you wouldn't be thinking like that. Don't be too gutted that you're not going to be invincible or whatever. It's quite a freakish thing anyway. It's a weird season you're having as it is. Yeah. And the and the second thing of it is, I said it, and it was kind of met with a bit of a sort of eye-rolling sort of reaction, I guess, because everyone kind of thought, no, no, you're actually going to win every game. But I said, when you were saying about it, there's still quite a lot of games to go in where... Okay, like nine games may not seem like a lot, but it's a long time in terms of well, they, in the league. They, what do they need though? Twelve points in it. Yeah, and it's only twelve points to win the league. You think we had to yeah. go away to City as well, away to Goodison, and away yeah. to Arsenal, who all would have had motivation to beat hey, us for an, for in a an, big I'm way. I'm glad it didn't come down to us having to end it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, but, and I, I actually thought this one was going to be a tough away game. I thought I didn't think it'd be as bad as it was, my three 0 But I thought. Since Pearson's been there, even though the last this but month, they, they not did so all right good. against you in the reverse fixture, yeah, didn't they? Really, exactly. And they that. set up the so, same sort of way, but it just worked this time. And there were a few teams who are physical against you, who can play against you. And if you do have someone like Lovren playing, yeah. that can do it. Nobody we, played particularly well, by the way. It wasn't we've just seen him. it, didn't we, Luke? When when we played them, me and you went to see them. Um, oh, and and I remember you even saying, like, within fifteen minutes of the game. They did this against City and they did it against Chelsea. We're in for a long yeah, after. They yeah, they look against us. You, know? you can't let them get their teeth in. The second you no. make them think, the second they believe they have a chance, you have to... Especially at their place when he gets on top and stuff as well. If you give Dini a bite as well. Exactly. He's, he's, yeah, he said on the that, whole lot. He said on that Poet and Vuj podcast where he said, uh, one of the things I take pride in, you ask any defender in the league yeah. who's one striker they don't like playing against he was like plenty of them are going to say me and and he summed it up about um, it, they said oh it seemed like you moved away from Van Dijk and towards Lovren he's like well yeah that's what I was going to do so, and he said yeah. I knew before the game Lovren was just going to want to fight me and we, he said we, if you look at the first goal he's not even looking at the ball he just wants to fight me and he said I also, knew that I'd know, beat him in that and then it's like yeah, yeah he's absolutely nailed it he's bang on we can also see that Jordan Henderson is very important to Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was there was times when sort of Salah and your boys was looking up almost like, oh fuck, where is he? You know, like what to get the ball pumping back up the field. And I think there and, is some sort of leadership thing there as well. I yeah, think when there they're going is that. going against you, I think he's a good character to have there. There's some people that still wouldn't have him in their England midfield, so Yeah, yeah I'm a complete Jordan Henderson convert from this season. Like, obviously before I kind of thought what where was the value and mm-hmm. now there isn't there's like a direct correlation between one the winter break and two Henderson being injured to your bad performances <laughs> yeah so yeah um, yeah like, like so I find it quite funny because the winter break wasn't really a winter break it was in the wrong place for the start mm. and it was like you got up ahead of steam just after Christmas then you just stopped and Klopp was one of the biggest advocates of it and yeah. obviously we've and partly this thing with the result is it hasn't looked out of place in the last few performances we've had since the winter break we've not looked too sharp yeah. lucky to get out of winning against Norwich same yeah. with the West Ham game yeah. obviously lost to Atletico so and I think the there's a feeling amongst fans that this sort of result has probably been coming 
to match the performance, but yeah. you kind of got away with it a few times, I and eventually someone's going to catch you out. Th- that's definitely right. I mean, with the West Ham game, if Fabianski hadn't thrown it in his net yeah. as many times, then you probably would have been out. At best, we might have nicked a draw. Well, probably exactly, wouldn't yeah. even got the win. Exactly. So I, I know there are plenty of unbearable Arsenal fans, myself maybe being one of them, but the way Twitter was on Saturday night was one Arsenal fan celebrating like they'd won the league, which it did feel like briefly. Then it was seemingly every journalist making out that going an entire seat and unbeaten isn't actually a very difficult thing. It was the uh, it was a classic hot, about hot take it. for uh, clicks, wasn't it? The thing is about it is Chelsea, arguably in oh four oh five, well not arguably they did they had a better season than us the season before. The Dobbin tweet, but I don't know. I might have. He, he put similar like similar. But what I, what I was going to say is though is people don't remember that. People remember yeah. Arsenal of 03 or 04 because they went unbeaten. Yeah. There's been better there's been better runs, if you will, well, and, and more points I think, earned. I, think I said on here before, like, you can make plenty of cases for things that have been a better season or a more impressive yeah. season. But I think probably that's maybe the hardest to replicate. And yeah. so I just don't see it happening again. And, and when I said it about this out, season. Wenger came out in what, December or January and said, We're gonna go unbeaten. So no, people don't season. do that. Oh, think, did he? Yeah. Well, even Jerry, more brash, you know? I was saying Arsenal fans themselves said, what the fuck is this guy talking yeah, about? But, but was I, and never that, wanting to mention that, was he? No. You know, he, Everybody he didn't want to now, talk about it. Like. No. This is probably the reason why, because you knew yeah. what was going to happen. Klopp still wants to talk about winning the league. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Henderson put a fucking ban on it. <laughs> I think it, that has to show what an achievement it was. I know everyone makes the case for, yeah, they went towards the end, they've tried to get draws and all this kind of stuff, but it is... At the same time, if there was ever going to be a team in a league season where they were so far apart from the rest of the, te- the rest of the league, it would have been Liverpool this season. Even yeah. they can't do it. I think the other thing a lot of those journalists do cite on as well is you're talking about just a league season for what it was. Like the the, the black mark against that Arsenal team, and it's something you've said yourself as a fan, is that they weren't able to do it in Europe. Yeah, and, and a lot of the journalists that season was, we lost. Yeah, so the Invincibles lost their biggest game. And journalists were saying this, but, but as a league I made on its own, if you just treat it for what it is, who was that team? The thing is, I see a lot of it. Like Arsenal fans were given the choice that season: is do you want to win the Champions League or do you want to go unbeaten? It's like yeah. we didn't win the Champions League, we did go unbeaten. So we're going to celebrate. It is what it is. Unbeaten yeah. season. Yeah, because then I saw. People were saying, but Liverpool fans, which would you rather this year? Do the treble or go unbeaten? Well, it's a strong chance of not doing either. <laughs> so what makes you think you've got the arrogance That's to choose between... Choice. Yeah. And then I saw Arsenal fans getting asked, actually, by people that had gone at journalists saying about it. And they said, so which would you choose then, the treble or the unbeaten? And they, of course, doubled down and said, the Invincibles. This, this is a pointless argument. Have, because we, have we noticed as well that no one's taking any notice or consideration that City won a trophy yesterday? And no, just shit. no one cares. Not it's it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> no. It's just mad. Got no fans. That, yeah, that just tweet, no and I know it was for Bites saying like, Chelsea fans that night in Munich, Liverpool ah, that night. Yeah. We've won the league twice at White Hart Lane, once at Old Trafford, it's, Anfield and Stamford yeah. Bridge. So yeah. I did I did think we've, we've had our nights. I did basically. think we both the, the size in the argument both were completely as ridiculous as the other in terms of on the one hand I was looking at it thinking like have Arsenal just won something or what because this is pandemonium I knew it was going to be big but this is insane we've not had much to celebrate yeah no and then the flip side of that the fans basically calling them saying that you've got nothing else to celebrate it's partly is true but also partly you're probably as bitter as the people who were well, buzzing that we lost it's, I, it's, 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 it's similar in a sense that Chelsea we had the record for most goals scored in a season most points tally in a season most wins in a season longest win streak and then last season Man City obliterated all of those in one season but it's still I can see why Invincibles is so big because it's just it a unique can, achievement isn't it? yeah it's records unique. can be beaten but that is just so unique to the fact that we've how many years we are now 20 odd years of the Premier League and it's only ever happened once well, well, and football didn't exist before actual, then even in the football league it was like who was it like Port Preston. Vale Preston yeah yeah and then that was like 100 years ago maybe there was that Italian team that went unbeaten and came second that Perugia wasn't it because yeah. they yeah because some dickhead come out with wow you could draw 38 games of the season and get relegated you know and it was like to be honest yeah I think I would take that season because that would be quite something <laughs> that really would that would be incredible 38 fucking draws that would be mental <laughs> it was the journalist wasn't it who said uh yeah, and if and if you ask any of those players, they'd say that they'd rather have won a cup 
than have that unbeaten season. And someone who's one of the sons of the players in the team was like, you ask any of those players, they wouldn't swap that for the world. Yeah, I saw him say that. And then, but then I remember seeing an interview with Ray Parler where he said he'd take a treble over Invincibles every day of the week. Yeah. Which I think most people would have to say that when you've done it. It's easier to say it, I think, you know. And then, then you didn't, and when you didn't get the treble, I don't know. It's tricky because the fans will double down and say, no, no, we want this, which is the thing we did have. Just quickly, we're watching a a tables match (laughs) for the guys at home. Is there a worse concept than a table match? Because what we want to see is people go through tables, but all that's going to happen throughout this whole match is near misses of going through tables because as soon as one person goes through a table, table, the game finishes. Stupid idea. Tables, ladders and chairs now was the one, wasn't it? TLC match was where it was Just lastly then, before we uh, wrap this up. So, how should Arsenal react? They went out the Europa League to Olympiacos. Horrible performance. Little they'd won it, obviously then went the other way. Um, that was horrible. I don't. Was. I don't think you should overreact, but I think there's a, some people who are like that's a blessing in disguise. Now we're going to no, win not. all our games for. <laughs> some people said about Liverpool losing. Yeah. Like, no, that's, that's the monkey off our back now. Interesting take. It's, it's not <laughs> a blessing in disguise because we've got some fucking hard games to, to play, and I still don't see us getting top four. So and it, if we don't get top four, Aubameyang doesn't stay, well, and we don't get a lot of money to buy. Rugby, it yeah. could be easier to win that than yes. exactly. Well. Mate, Something yeah. came out uh, today, um, and they were saying that the first year that we were going to be in the Europa League, that you know, you get these bonuses you see from player football manager where you can scale it down or whatever. So, because Arsenal refused to put Europa League kind of stipulations in the contract, they said that Arsenal are a Champions League club. We don't worry about Not Europa League. Legislate for that. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, all of these players that were used to getting these European bonuses suddenly didn't get them. So, where they have it for, you get a pot that basically gets split down for the FA Cup or whatever, and it's split so you get through one round, you get a payout, you get through one round, and it get, progressively gets bigger. And Arsenal came and they said, look, the, the pot is going to be £3 million for if you win the Europa League. So you can have it kind of, you will split it. And at the time, Mertesacker was the captain. And he said that, and it doesn't look so great now, that, look, we shouldn't be in this competition if we don't think that we're good enough to win it. We should be good enough to win the Europa League. Mm. And so they said we won't accept any bonuses unless we win it when we'll take the whole pot divided by the squad. Okay. And they say Arsenal went back and said, you sh- sure you want to do this? <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah. Lazio, sure. And him and Koscielny took control and said, no, this is what we're having at Arsenal Football Club. So from there then, in years after that, they've uh, <laughs> stuck with it. So Sorry, there's a pussy on table. <laughs> So they, they've stuck with it. So that still is to this case. So all the future Arsenal teams have been affected by it because they say, well, this is set in stone now. Bastards. Apart from Aubameyang, <laughs> who Arsenal pay him a Champions League bonus every year, despite not being in the Champions League <laughs> since he came to the club. He's nailed it. So he's the only one not missing out. At this stage, I do feel like... Explains I, d- I, I don't... I, I won't uh, have anything. I won't hold it against him if he does leave at the end of the season. If no. we don't get Champions League, because the man's thirty-one or thirty. He'll like be thirty-one next season. He's one of the best strikers in the world, arguably. Yeah, and sure. he should be playing in the Champions League. Yeah, he really would be perfect for Barcelona. That he's that type of player. Uh, we, we've already said earlier, haven't we, about Aguero? We said it a few weeks ago that you know we could see him maybe going to Barcelona. You know, they, them sort of players are ideal for that type of situation for Barcelona. Go there towards the end of your career, you know. I don't know about you. For me, obviously, you have to take it seriously. But I think the rest of the season should be about finding out who you want for next year and already identifying. So play Enketia and Martinelli over Lacazette. Play the likes of Willock over Xhaka, if that's the case, or over whoever, mm. and just get these players who aren't going to be there next year. Xhaka will be there. He's played every minute since yeah, Arteta took I mean, over. Well, find, every minute, work but, you out know. who you're going to have and yeah. then go from there. Don't necessarily... Look, at this rate, we might not actually qualify for the Europa. Yeah. No. Yeah, so, no. Yeah, uh, that's a possibility. Would you be upset if you didn't? I yeah. do love the Europa League. 
I just like European nights. I like, yeah, I just like to know that my club's like in Europe. On, I like sitting on a Thursday as well. Yeah, exactly. Me. Yeah. And it's easy to get tickets for pretty yeah. much as well. Well, I, I'm usually all right, but it's certainly my bank balance is better off with the Europa than the Champions League. So <laughs> maybe this Arsenal just helped me save cash. What an awful kit Portsmouth have these days. Yes. That's fucking I, shit. I do think it was a it was a strange night in terms of how bad you were and obviously it went against you compared to there was an upturn in form. Obviously, obviously, well, the stat was doing the line that they hadn't lost in 2020, yeah. wasn't there? So we're, we're still yeah. the only prior to that. we're still the only unbeaten Premier League team in 2020. Yeah. So Invincibles so, is back on. And when we were talking about the top four, I said with the fixtures left, I do fancy that Arsenal can put a run together to get top four. It's not going to be easy, but I do fancy that they can do Out it. Out of the bigger teams, who have you got? Do you Liverpool, City, United as well, Wolves, yeah. Leicester. I think we got like all of them. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, we I played United twice. April. We're 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 one of the uh, only big teams that United haven't managed to sneak something from. Mm. They they snuck, actually they snuck a point off Liverpool. They snuck a point off us and we beat them. So don't that's usually for, the team. Don't let them we... forget they snuck a point <laughs> off us either. It's been a highlight of the season. I mean that probably does us for today. We've answered the queries of people around the world for Agony Amp. We may have AJ back next week to do the name game. We got the Cult Hall of Fame starting next week. All sorts. I think we're going to have an advert mid-pod changing the game. We got the races next week. We'll do a pod on Monday, but if you check spitballingpod.com over the next week or so, then we're going to have constant posts on there with tips, previews, predictions, all that kind of thing to keep you posted. So tune in then. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.